This is Main Thing Radio with Pastor Robert Fountain of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach. Join us as Pastor Robert takes us verse by verse through the book of First Peter. moment of realization I decided I'm not I don't want to do anything to mess that up I don't want to do anything to hurt his feelings if he went to such great lengths to rescue me I don't want to do a thing that would bring sadness to his heart all I want to do is make him happy not in the sense of appeasing him but in the sense of I love him and I won't do anything that would give him the impression that that's not the case as we continue to explore the book of first Peter Pastor Robert will share about the importance of living our lives for the will of God, and not just for the lusts of man. He will share his own testimony and the transforming power of Jesus in his life. When you know that you know Him, you want to live to please Him and to go against the culture of this world. Now stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert with today's message. Many Christians are trying to keep one foot in the world while walking with Jesus. And all that does is keep you and everybody else confused about who you really are. I thought he was a Christian. I did too. What's up with that? I don't know. And I talk to so many Christians that they're, conf- they're not totally sure. It's like if, you know, when we start talking about, you know, fire and brimstone, hell and judgment day and dying and going to so you're you get a little you start getting fidgety in your seat because you're really not sure you have a hard time getting excited about facing jesus because you're not sure if if he's going to have a a smile or a scowl on his face is he going to have a tear in his eye when you show up because you're breaking his heart or is he going to be breaking out with just that big smile ear to ear because he's so glad to see you and he's already got a place ready for you and he's been waiting it's all set up you don't know because you're trying to straddle that imaginary fence you're trying to live in both worlds listen do you know nobody likes a lukewarm Christian you ever think about that nobody likes a lukewarm Christian non-christians don't like it they're like come on you know they think you're claiming to be better than them and being a hypocrite they don't understand that we're not claiming to be better than them we know we're not But if you're trying to live in both worlds, you're living in neither world. You're uncomfortable in your own skin. You find yourself getting all anxious and weird in the head. And your non-Christian friends, they're not buying any of it. Your Christian friends, they're not buying it either. Do you understand? You see what I'm saying? Make up your mind. Which is it? Will you trust Jesus and follow him? If not, Well, then be a grown-up and reject him and move on. See, they'll respect 
a Christian that they disagree with. Yes, I'm a follower of Jesus Christ, and I don't know everything. I'm not better than anybody. I'm learning. I'm doing my best. You know, this is what I believe, and this is why I believe this, and they'll respect that. They may make fun of you. I remember when I first became a Christian, you know, when I, when I first began my life with the Lord Jesus, I stopped going out drinking and smoking weed and doing all that, you know, going to the pool hall and doing all those things. That's all I did before. And I just, one day I just stopped. The night before I was in the club. That's actually where I met Jesus. You know, I've told you before, I was drunk. I left, I was in my car, leaving a bar when I had that supernatural encounter with God. And after that, I wouldn't go back. And I had guys inviting me, and I'm like, no, I, don't, I stopped. I don't do that anymore. I, I'm a Christian. I stopped that. And they were, they were, you know, laughing and making fun. And one guy actually got mad. One of my old friends really got mad at me. He cussed me out. He was so mad at me. But God was so merciful. See, my relationship with Jesus was so re- still is so real, so personal, so intense. I know that he's alive. Because I have interaction with him. It's not a one-way prayer where I'm talking to myself and hoping that somebody out there is listening. Now I have interaction with him. Where every so often, you know, not like every single time, but every so often I get a reply. And I know that I know that I know that I just got a reply. Maybe it's from the the Bible happened this morning. You know, I was praying a prayer, and, and then I, you know, I see, it's like, wow, oh, thank you. I know that I know that I know that he was responding to me personally. People don't understand that a lot of times. But for me, you know, it very, very, very quickly, I came face to face with the reality that, okay, I'm a walking disaster, and you love me. So much that you died to make it possible for me to be changed and become part of your family. And in that moment of realization, I decided I'm not, I don't want to do anything to mess that up. I don't want to do anything to hurt his feelings. If he went to such great lengths to rescue me, I don't want to do a thing that would bring sadness to his heart. All I want to do is make him happy. Not in the sense of appeasing him, but in the sense of I love him and I won't do anything that would give him the impression that that's not the case. Now, that's the fear of the Lord. When you read that statement in the Bible, that's the fear of the Lord. I don't want to do anything to bring sadness to his heart. And that matters more to me than what you think or anybody else thinks. You see that? It's the fear of man. The fear of man. What other people think. The fact that other people might reject you. Okay, maybe they will, and that's hard. You know, one of the first things I had to do, there was a girl that I was partying with on a regular basis, you know, beautiful young lady. I mean, I was in my mid-20s, and she was a few years younger, and basically, I mean, our whole relationship, I've shared this before, a whole relationship centered around sex. I mean, you know, we'd get together once or twice a month, something like that, because usually I was dating somebody, she was dating somebody, but we still got together to party, and that had been a constant for quite some time, and I realized I got to stop that. He's not happy about that. There's nothing righteous in this. There's nothing good in this. i got to put a stop to it. And I knew, you know, as I prayed about it, nobody preaching at me. Do you understand? Nobody telling me, you got, man, you got to stop doing that. That's not right. No, it's just the Spirit of God. 
That's immorality. That's fornication. That's not, there's no commitment there. There's nothing that honors the plan of God or the will of God in that. You're just, it's wrong. And sure enough, it was just a few days later that she showed up and, you know, she'd come by my store and she, a former employee, she'd come by my store, you know, she came in, she hopped up on the desk and I'm like, nope, not tonight, not happening. And here's why. And she just looked at me and smiled and said, okay. That was the end of that. And it was hard for a millisecond. Just a millisecond, you understand what I'm saying? Because I'm saying to this beautiful girl, I'm never again going to have sex with you. I couldn't believe I was, at first, you know, for just a millisecond, I couldn't believe it was coming out of my mouth. But I knew it was right. And what he thinks matters more to me than what she thought. You see this? I recognize it. I need to please him with my heart. And you know what? The, The more I learned, the more joyful and satisfied I became. I was reading last night in, you know, Robert Murray McShane, one of his sermons, he talked about the fact that all these different things, you know, the money, the sex, the, you know, all the partying, going to the club, all these different things, you might get a drop of joy from that, right? A drop here and there. You'll never get the fullness of joy that he offers anywhere but from him. You don't get it from religion. You're not going to get it from going to church. You're not going to get it from observing the, the rituals, you know, being served the sacraments, all these things. No, it's not, religion's not going to do it. It's Him. He does it. It's relationship with Him. When you realize Almighty God is speaking into your life, that He's teaching you, that He has forgiven you, that He loves you, that He Himself has washed you and made you acceptable and clean. And that nobody can ever undo that, including you. My question is, do you have that? Is that your relationship with God? Is that, is that what, you know, when you call yourself whatever you call yourself, Christian, Catholic, Baptist, Lutheran, whatever you, you know, is that what you're talking about? That you have that with Jesus? Because the Bible says the day is coming when the way he words it, he's going to separate the sheep from the goats, the wheat from the weeds, the tares. And, and he says, you and I are not capable of doing it. You know, there's, it's impossible for me to look out here right now and say, okay, there's a goat, there's a goat, there's a goat, there's a goat. I can't do it. But one day soon, he will. Which are you? His love is the so much for joining us today. You know, God has been doing some amazing things with Main Thing Radio. Opportunities to air Main Thing Radio are popping up all over the United States. We are so thankful to God for what He is doing, and we would love to see Main Thing Radio continue to expand, sharing the gospel, teaching God's Word all over the world. But of course, bringing you Main Thing Radio on this station comes at a cost. We purchase time on this radio station, and this program has been professionally produced. While we certainly don't want to pressure anyone into giving, we would like to ask that you prayerfully consider supporting Main Thing Radio. 
Your support will open up more doors for Main Thing Radio. To make a secure donation, please log on to MainThingRadio.com and click the donate button. Now, here's Tracy with more information about the Main Thing Radio podcast. Life these days moves fast. From one appointment to the next, most of us race through our days with blinding speed. Those in-between moments are great opportunities to connect with God. Subscribe to the Main Thing Radio podcast to enjoy messages like you heard today, anytime, anywhere. Simply log on to MainThingRadio.com and click on the podcast button. Thanks, Tracy. Join us next time for another edition of Main Thing Radio.